inside the sanctuary. We want to tell you that we appreciate you for coming uh, to this Bible study because you could be somewhere else. But thank God you chose to be in the house and online. Amen? So we are going to pray. And if you have a request, you can put your hand up. Uh, those online, you can uh, put it in the AV, uh, to the AV, and they will tell, give us that information. We're going to ask everyone to stand, please. As we go into prayer, we're going to pray for our new converts. We're going to pray for the unity of the body of Christ. And we are going to pray that God's will will be done in this Bible study today. Amen? Amen. Let's all pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you, Lord God. Oh, God, if it weren't for you, where would we be today? Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, because you have been so good to us, Lord God, more than we deserve, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, for he is good, for his mercies endure it forever. And Lord God, as we come, as we gather in this place today, dear Father, God, I pray, oh God, we will come with our cups turned over, Lord God. We will come with our cups waiting, oh God, to be filled by you, dear Jesus Christ. Oh God, help us to open up our heart, oh God, to your words, Lord God. Hallelujah. Help us, oh God, to take heed to your word, mighty God, for your words are true. Your words are yea and amen dear God and Lord Jesus we just want to bow down before you and reverence your holy name Lord we love you Lord Jesus wash us and make us clean tonight create in us clean heart and renew a right spirit within us Lord God Lord we need you tonight more than ever before dear God I pray oh God in the name of Jesus for our new convert Lord God, that they will, Lord God, have a deeper hunger for you, Lord God, so that you can fill them with the gift of the Holy Ghost, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, breathe, Lord God, upon each and every one of them. Lord God, those, Lord Jesus, who need, Lord God, a touch from you, those who are sick, those who are down and out, their Father God, I pray up their hand of mercy will be upon each and every one of them Lord God tonight in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah we ask you to touch the man of God who is coming with the word Lord God I pray that you'll anoint him oh God as he speak to us Lord Jesus and help us oh God Lord God that your words will take root in our hearts Lord God and bear much fruit mighty God in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, breathe upon us in this place tonight. Help us to worship you in spirit and in truth, mighty God. Unify us, O oh God.
God, Lord Jesus, we need to be united in this hour, Lord. Hallelujah, so that we can see your glory. Father God, we're careful to give you the honor. We're careful to give you the praise while we say thanks in your precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Let us continue to worship the Lord. And our prayer will be for him to fill us up until we overflow. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you, almighty God. We thank you, Jesus. Pour out. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's just give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah. That should be the desires of our heart tonight for the Lord to fill us up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. What an appropriate song. Hallelujah. Fill me up. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of us tonight that are here wanted to be filled up and running over. Amen. I wanted to run over. Amen. I want all the containers around me to be filled and just keep pouring. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. Maybe if you see that for a few seconds, I just want to get a few preliminary stuff out of the way before we um, get into our studies tonight. Amen. But it's so honored to have everyone here in the house of God tonight to praise God with us. Welcome to a Wednesday night Bible study. Amen. Our online congregation, we welcome you tonight. Amen. We pray that you sit tight. Amen. And being uh, ready for what God has to pour out into you tonight. Amen. Amen. By the way, I have a couple quick announcements. Um, don't forget to register for our dedication service. Our dedication service is June uh, 24th, just a few weeks away. Time is moving so fast. So um, register yourself, your family. Amen. That way we can get a head count of how many people will be in our uh, dedication service. Amen. Don't forget also um, next Saturday, which I think the third will be, um, we have a lot of things going on on the third, which is next Saturday. We have, um, after our prayer breakfast, we're going to have um, an altar call ministry here, altar care uh, training session here in the sanctuary. So for those of you that are involved in the ministry, you know, we'd like you to stay back after prayer breakfast. Amen. Prospecting members and members, we are welcome to be here. Amen. So we want you to be, if you want to be a part of the altar care ministry, you're welcome to stay back after service. Also, on the third, we're gonna have uh, um, um, we're gonna have an outreach. Uh, the outreach team will be going out on the third, and also we'll be having some church work day on the third, and also on the seventeenth. So, we'd like you to be a part if you're able to help us to get things um, cleaned up, modified for our dedication service. Um, I'm going to be doing some power washing on the front there. So, you know, if you're able to help, I'll greatly appreciate, you know, um, I would say wear something that is not one of your best dressed gown. Amen. If you're going to, if you know anything about power wash, you know, or wet things can be. So, if you have a rain suit, we recommend you to bring your rain suit or whatever the case may be. We want to try to start down the ballet section or work our way up to the section. So, if you're able to invite someone to also be a part of that, and um, you know, we'll definitely be glad to um, uh, to make sure we enjoy it. Amen. Everybody said Amen. Amen. Praise God. I want to give honor to a pastor in his absence tonight. Amen. Uh, he and his um, wife went away for some well R&R. Amen. And, um, you know, he's a big advocate. And whenever we can get a, a few days just to go away, just to recoup, um, he set himself to be an example. And I, I trust that all of us, you know, with our busy life, we should also take some time 
you know, if it's a weekend or whatever it is, you can afford to do, take some time out where you can be a part of, um, you know, get some time to rest and uh, come charge up and ready for what God has in store for us. Amen. Um, I, I don't know. Um, the, the topic that I have tonight, um, um, I, I, I spoke um, or I taught it when we were in the firehouse. And uh, while I was going through my notes, getting prepared for our Bible study tonight, um, I revamped some things on my notes there and um, hopefully it can be a blessing to all of us here tonight. So I'm going to invite you one more time. We're going to stand. Amen. As we pray and ask the Lord to give us direction tonight, especially touch me and that I'll be uh, used as his uh, instrument, a vessel for whatever he wants me to speak tonight to the congregation and to our online viewers. Amen. That will be richly blessed. Let's just bow our heads uh, one more time as we pray. Father God, we love you. We honor you, Lord God. We give you all the glory. We thank you for being so good to us, Lord God. We thank you for keeping us, Lord God. We thank you for bringing us here safely tonight, Lord God. As we gather together to worship you tonight, Lord God, we ask you to touch every heart and every mind tonight. I pray and ask you, Lord God, that you'll touch me and that you'll use me for your glory, Lord God. Truly, Lord God, for without you, we're nothing. For you promise you will never leave us nor forsake us. Father God, we ask you for direction tonight. Lord God, we ask that your will will be done tonight, Lord God. We ask for a move of your spirit in our Bible study tonight. And, oh God, that you'll open the hearts and the minds of every person that is there. Touch our online congregation tonight, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for a pastor and his wife that during their absence here tonight, that you'll continue to strengthen them. Oh God, bring back, bring them back safe, oh God, and recharge, oh God, so they can continue to bring, oh, bring forth your words, oh God, in whatever way, shape, or fashion that you have called them to minister your word. Touch us, Lord God. Touch all our leaders in this congregation. Touch every minister's, Lord God. Touch, Lord God, every family, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you'll continue to bless us. Unify us like never before. Help us, Lord God, to continue to worship you. Lord God, we pray for those that are not here tonight, that you'll touch them likewise. Those that are sick in their body, we ask you, Lord God, to heal them completely. And that they will be whole in the name of Jesus. For you said, whatever we ask, believe in your name. You're able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Above that which we ask or think. And we ask your will to be done. Not my will, oh God, not our will, but your will, oh God. We want you, oh God, to take full charge of us in this place tonight, Lord God. We ask you to direct us, Lord God. Lead us, oh God. We ask you to touch us individually. Touch us collectively, Lord God. Continue, Lord God, to bless this congregation. Continue to send us souls from the east, the west, the north, and the south. Oh God, we ask you to release all the souls that are predestined for our congregation for such a time as this. We know the time is drawing nigh, Lord God. Help us to be ready that when the trumpet sound, oh God, we'll be ready to make it in the rapture. We'll be ready to make heaven our home, oh God. Lord God, we want to be ready, Lord God. We want to be what you call us to be, Lord God. Help us not to get caught up in this world, now the things of this world. Help us to look to you from whence commit our help. You are our way maker. You are our keeper. You are our shield. You are our buckler. You are bright as morning star. You are the one that is a fierce of 10,000. You are the first and the last. You are the immutable God. You are the only wise God. You are the one that is 
and there is to come. Our keeper, our savior, our lover, the one that died for us, except for your grace. Where would we be? We're so glad, oh God, that you died and Calvary's cross so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. We love you, Lord God. We give you all the glory and all the honor as we say thanks in advance for what you're about to do in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. And can we just give the Lord another round of applause, everybody? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Before you're seated, amen. I'm going to ask you to turn with me, amen, to your Bible. Uh, very familiar scripture in um, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. I'm going to read it in the... Uh, King James Version, I'm going to read it also in the Amplified Version. Amen. So we're going to read Acts chapter 2, verses 38. Very familiar uh, passage of scripture to most of us, hopefully. Amen. And if you have, you can say amen. Amen. It sounds like you're still searching. It's a thank you to the media team so you can look on the media team. Amen. Praise God. Again, we want to welcome everyone in the house of God tonight. So glad to have everyone here to praise and to magnify the Lord with us. In Acts chapter 2 verse 38, it said, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The same passage of scripture that I just read in the Amplified Version, it said in uh, 38, And Peter said unto them, Repent, change. There are many times that we say we repent, but we're not changed. Um, but it said in the verse... Uh, let me find my place here in the verse. And it said, uh, change your old ways of thinking. Turn from your sinful way, ways and accept and follow the Messiah and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated this afternoon this evening tonight you may be seated wednesday evening amen amen i want to leave a simple topic with us here tonight you can only be wise through jesus christ um i i i use the amplified version just to illustrate something in the same uh, passage of scripture that we read here tonight from uh, Acts chapter 2, verse uh, uh, 38. If you're wise, you're going to follow the instruction of God. A wise person will follow instruction. A foolish person don't take instruction. Why? Because they think they know it all. 
And there's so many times, you know, we as Christians, we do certain things and we know what we need to do. But we still fail to do the right things. Why is it? Is it because we're wiser or is it just because we just don't want to follow instruction? We need to change from our old ways. The things that we used to do, we do them no more. The places that we used to go, we go there no more. The words that come out of our mouth that we used to say, we say no more because we are completely changed. And when you are completely change you will listen to the word of god you will listen to instruction you will follow what does set the lord amen the bible let us to know in the amplified version in second corinthians 5 verse 17 second corinthians 5 verse 17 in the amplified version it said therefore if anyone is in christ that is gifted and it's joint. I know my translation is a little different from you, but that's all right. That is gifted and is joined to him by faith in him as a savior. He is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The all the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, all things are become new because spiritual awakening brings a new life. So if you are in Christ Jesus, you are a new creature. Yes, you're following what does set the Lord. Of course, looking at the definition of the word wise, it said having or showing experience, knowledge, and, uh, and have good judgment. Not a lot of people these days have good judgment. You have people that encourage you. You have people that are there for you. But they just don't give you sound words. Sound encouragement that are led by the words of God. Because any man be in Christ. He or she is a new creature. Amen. The foolish person or action lacking good sense and judgment because they are unwise. In Psalms 14, verse 1, in the New King James Version, it said, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They are done Admirable works. There is none who does good. In Genesis 3 verse 6. And it reads. And when the woman. That saw the tree. He said the tree was good for food. Everyone said good for food. I'm sure everyone loves to eat food once it's good. Amen. And that was pleasant to the eyes. Everyone said pleasant to the eyes. And the tree 
to be desire to make them wise. Everyone said wise. Because that's what we're destined to do. We're destined to be wise. So in order for us to be wise, this is what she did. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat because it was good for food. And gave also to her husband with her. And they both eat because it was good for food. But they didn't realize that what they were doing wasn't the wise move that they were made. Because they failed to obey the words of God. And when we fail to obey the words of God, things may sound good to us, but it's not good. So we have to be careful of what we eat, who say what to us, the words that we listen to. Whether or not this is directing us the way God wants us to go. Amen. In Psalms 107 verse 43, it said, Whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. The Lord made us because he loved us. And once we make up in our mind to follow the Lord, we have to make sure we follow the Lord with all our heart. Not half-heartedly. Not all one foot in and one foot out. Follow the Lord with all your heart. Why? Because he is our keeper. He is our provider. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. The scripture said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He said, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. He said, thy rod and thy staff, they will comfort me. Because he prepared a place for us. So when we follow the words of God, when we do the things of God, we won't do wrong. Amen. The Bible let us to know in Proverbs 1 verse 5, it said, A wise man will hear and increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. A wise man will always want to be wiser. So will always take the opportunity. Each opportunity he gets to increase knowledge is going to increase it. Because that's going to help him to be wiser. Amen. So nothing wrong with being wise. But the way you apply yourself when you receive knowledge will determine how much you're going to be and what impact you will be getting. Amen or given. The, a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds back. So a fool will always vent. He always go at you. He always say things because he's just not on the same page with you. But a wise man he will just hold back. He's not going to go at you. Amen. Because you got to be wise. And that's in Proverbs 29, verse 11, if you want to read it. Another beautiful one that I love in Proverbs 27, verse 17, it said, Iron sharpeneth iron, and every man sharpeneth one another. We need each other in order to be strong. We need each other in order to be successful in what we do. Not because you're wise and you have all that knowledge. You stick to yourself and keep all that knowledge. What good is that knowledge if you obtain it and you just keep it to yourself? You got to be wise. We need each other. You are my brother. You are my sister. Together we will work 
until he come. Because iron sharpened iron. Teaching was a highly valued and respected professor in the Jewish culture. I, I don't know how many of you have been around Jewish people, but you know, all the time, whenever they get the opportunity to be in their synagogue, they're always about uh, teaching. I remember one of our former superintendents that used to be in the district for several years, he used to go to the Jewish synagogues a lot, and he used to, you know, you know talk to them, go to their you know, whenever they have different things going on and being there. Because uh, teaching um, uh, was a highly valued and respected professional in the Jewish culture. And many Jews who uh, embraced Christianity wanted to become a teacher. Uh, James warned about the aspiration to teach because teachers have great responsibilities. You just don't be a teacher. I don't think it doesn't come with a lot of responsibilities. Uh, their words are example and, and affect other spiritual lives. Whatever they say affect others when you're in authority. If you are a teacher or in a teaching or a leader in a leadership role, how you affect those who you teach uh, and lead. You will affect those people that are around you because you are in a leadership role. And you have to make sure you are an example. Whatever you say, it got to be yeah or amen. It got to be by what the word of God says. So you want to make sure you are following uh, eyes that's every single eyes if that's what the word said because you want to make sure that person that is looking over your back see what you're doing and know that you're doing the right things in order to be a good leader amen in james chapter 3 verse 2 to 3 it said um what we say and what we don't are both important. To control our speech, we must only say the right words at the right time, but always reign in our desire to say what we shouldn't. We must know the right word to say at the right time. You can see someone... And if you mind, say, don't say a mumbling word to that person. Just let it be. If you think you have the right word at the right time, you can say, hey, bro, I'm praying for you. Hey, sister, I'm praying for you. The right word at the right time will go a long way. Because we don't know what each of us are going through. We're here tonight. We're gathered together here tonight. But we don't know what's going on in our mind. We're here because we want to be here tonight. And I'm so glad that everyone is here tonight in our Bible study. You choose to be here. No one forced you. No one came to your door. No one came to your job and said, listen, you got to be in church tonight or else. Nobody came to you and threatened you and said, if you don't, something is going to happen to you. You choose to be here tonight. And for that sacrifice, God will bless you. God's going to bless you. Because you make and you choose what is priority to you. You choose what is important to you, if you so please. James 3, in James chapter 3, verse uh, 18 through uh, 13 through 18, um, 
uh, he said, have you ever known anyone, that's not what the verse said, I'm just paraphrasing that. Have you ever known anyone who claimed to be wise but who act foolishly? I'm sure if I uh, ask for census tonight, all of us that are here can raise the hand. Amen. True wisdom can be measured by the depth of a person's character. Just as you can identify a tree by the type of fruit it produces, you can evaluate wisdom by the way you behave. Foolishness leads to disorder, but wisdom leads to peace and goodness. Are you tempted to escalate conflict, pass on gossip, or fan the fire, or disorder carefully? Win some speech. Are you there to win some speech? A wise leader will speak the wise and the right word at the right time. God loves peacemaker. And you can find that in Matthew 5, verse 9. I want to touch on some of these things that I've uh, spoke about in the past. There are ten ways you can think like a wise person. Uh, the first one is, think before you speak. So many times we speak, but we're not thinking what we're speaking. We just say it because it's just easy to come out. Like you haven't heard that one before. I'm sure most of our parents told us that when we were children, it is sometime you probably, something you probably know you should do, but may find difficult. One of the principles of communication is that once you say it, you cannot take it back. Sure, you can try, but whatever the other person will believe is another story. So before you open your mouth to say something, make sure something you would be proud of past everything on the social media. If it is something you might regret later, then maybe it is better if you keep it to yourself. Don't share it with nobody. Because these days that we're living in social media, if you say the wrong thing, especially when you're in leadership, it goes viral. So we have to make sure, you know, when we hear something about the goodness of the Lord, make it go viral the same way. Amen. The second thing is realize that there is never a right time. When I get a, a, a better job or when I graduate or when the kids are grown up, these are all common statements that are probably utterly by millions of people every day. But you will always be able to realize uh, why it's not the right time. There is no time like the present. So the best time to do anything is now. The scripture said, now is the acceptable time. Now is when our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. It said, take the first step towards your goal. Waiting will only make you older, not wiser. <laughs> you know, there are times, so many times, and I, I, I find myself sometimes falling into being a procrastinator. Where I, 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 you know, I said, you know, I may be able to buy some more time. 
you know, things that I should have been uh, addressed. I, I said, you know, I will address it later. And then uh, as, as we wait, you know, you'd say to yourself, where the time goes? You know, time goes by so fast. And just as we quint, you know, it's just like, are you kidding me? The third thing is balance. Self-interest with collective goods. In relationship, there should be a balance between self and others. Yes, you should care about your needs, your own needs. But you should also care about other people's needs too. It is a balance act that can be achieved if you try hard enough. Have a self-balance in everything that you do. The fourth thing, put things in perspective before you jump to the conclusion. Emotion always run high when people are upset. While it is natural to do that, problems can acquire when you engage in conflict with another person before uh, you calm down. As I said in point one, you need to think before you speak. But if you are too caught up in your anger, it, you are not going to think clearly. So some things, uh, sometimes you just need to calm down. Put everything into perspective and then review the fact, not assume when you think more logically. The fifth thing is don't blindly accept status quo. Just because everyone do something doesn't mean you have it. I am sure all heard uh, of a, uh, you heard of a bandwagon effect. It is the, 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 the uh, oh, whatever that word is, I'm sorry. But um, um, if you think like a wise person, step back from the crowd and observe. Ask why are they doing this? And ask yourself, you are truly one to do it, or even if you advisable to do it so. Many times, not the bottom line, think for yourself. You know, if you think you're wise enough, sometimes don't go amongst the crowd. It doesn't mean that because there's a crowd there, everything that they're doing is right. So you have to stand back, observe, see what's going on before you draw the conclusion. If you think it's the right time to be a part of it, then yes, you want to be a part of what's going on. Amen. Uh, the other one, number six, keep your power. Don't let other people negatively upset you. People will upset you. And when you are born again, when you repent of your sin, when you are changed, people will accept you. But you're going to have to know who you are or whom you are. Who are you serving? Are you serving them or are you serving God? People will change you. Don't let no one take away the joy that the Lord gave you. Don't let no one rub you away from the things that the Lord blessed you with. People will try to negatively affect you. And that will impact your head. We have to be careful as saints of God. We're going to get caught up in things. We're going to do things. But we got to remember, we got to stand out 
We got to come out from among them and be separated, said the Lord. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand doing. If God is for us, who can be against us? Don't care about what's going on. If God is for you, who can be against you? We're serving an awesome God. Oh, my God. Don't act impulsively. Have a purpose and have a goal. We should always have a goal. You know, I, I remember, I haven't done it a long time, but I remember a few years ago, when it comes on to the end of another year, we used to say, okay, we're going to set 10 resolution, Brother Darrell. And these are the goals that we're trying to achieve for the coming years. You know, we'll try to write it down on the paper. And then once we receive or achieve one of the goals, we'll check it off. You know, we can look back and say, yeah, I accomplished goal number one. I didn't accomplish goal number two. And I stuck at goal number three. In order for me to be wise, I'm going to have to think back and say, do I really want to accomplish those goals that I set? And if you set those goals, you've got to try every endeavor, effort to achieve those goals. Talk to someone that's been there before. Talk to someone that can encourage you if you're struggling with something. If you need help with something, just don't keep it to yourself. Talk to someone. People will help you, but you're going to have to open your mouth and ask. The Bible says, ask and it shall be given. It says, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto us. But we have to ask. Amen. To everyone that asks it, receive it. And to him that knock it, the Bible says, the doors will be opened unto them. Winding down. Number eight. Accept other people for who they are. We're not going to be like the Joneses. Don't try to be like the Browns. Don't try to be who you are. God called you to be who you are. Try to be. Don't, 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 don't even think about it. Don't try to think about it. I don't want to be like Brother Scarlett. No, he worked too hard. Who want to work as hard as me? Don't, God, what is it? Accept other people for who they are. Let's face it. Most people try to change others. Why do we do that? Is it really pointless? I admit, there was a time in my life when I tried to change others too. But it doesn't work. People are who they are. If you don't like them, then you have no choice to have the relationship. Spend less time with them. And change your attitude. Accept who they are. You want to accept for to who you are. Uh, listen, the golden rule said, just follow the golden rule. What the golden rule said. Give us others the same respect. Treat others as you'd like to be treated. Amen. That's the golden rule. That's the bottom line. You know, if I love Brother Izzy, I'm going to treat him the way I expect him to treat me. I'm not going to treat him disrespectfully. I'm going to treat him with love because we're here to love each other. And I'm expecting him to do the same thing to me. You know, so we, we, we want to make sure, you know, we, we conscious of that fact that, that we, we treat others 
as we want to be treated. Amen. Uh, number nine. The cover may be pretty, but the book may not be. Not because the cover of the book is pretty. You think the inside of the content is pretty. If it's not for you, brother or sisters, just leave it alone. You know, if the outside looks good, you don't need to bend it or open it to see what's there. Amen. And the final one is the final one is don't judge others. Try to understand them instead. Don't do judge them. Just understand them. In, in fact, I can go a little further than that. Just love them. You know, just don't go around and say, you know, um, I think that person have a head problem. No, don't do that. Just love them. Because as I said, you know, you love them. You know, they will in turn, they will love you. Um, you want to make sure you continue to love others. Amen. Because that's the godly thing to do, right? Amen. Um, in in uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse uh, 15 and 16, and this is uh, in the Amplified, he said, therefore, that he walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, stunning those who tolerate an able evil, not as unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent, discerned people. We got to know that we have to make sure, amen, we honor Give honor to where honor is due. Amen. Uh, he said, making the very most of your time unheard. Recognize and take advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and uh, diligence. Because the days are filled with evil. If we're living a evil time, my God, if you don't realize the time that we're living now, oh, things are so, you know, Political rise and everything that's going on in this world is so corrupt. And we have to be careful that as church, we don't get so carried away and get caught up with what's going on in the world today. Amen. But we just need to make sure we just observe, see what's going on, and we just stay away. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in the evil days. Amen. I just want to go into one other um, uh, parable here in Matthew chapter 25. I'm just going to read a couple of verses in Matthew chapter 25. Amen. The parable of the wise and the foolish virgin. Uh, most of us have either came across the story, heard it, preach or teach before. Then the kingdom of heaven was, shall be likened unto ten virgins who took their lamp and went out to meet the bridegroom. In verse 2 said, no, the five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those that were foolish took their lamp and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry heard, behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out. And meet him. And in verse 7, and said, And all, then the, uh, those virgins arose and trimmed their lamp. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us some of your oil, for the lamps 
are gone out. Don't be like the foolish. Be wise in everything. If you know you're going to go on a long journey, make sure you have everything that you need when you're going on a journey. Don't just go off-heartedly. Okay, I have um, almost an empty, I have 10 hours that I'm after to drive. Amen. I have nothing to eat. There may be a rest area, you know, you know, 5 or 15 miles in my journey. Um, make sure as children of God, we need to be wise. We need to be equipped. We need to make sure we put ourselves in the position where we can able to, you know, view things and make sure we are prepared. That way, when things come to, you know, uh, come close to the end, we can say, man, I thank God I made my journey because I was prepared and I have everything that I need. So as my topic tonight, if you want to be wise, amen, you can only be wise through Jesus Christ. Everybody said amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord another round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to invite you all to stand with us tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you for your obedience tonight. Amen. We thank you for listening to the words of God tonight. Amen. Amen. Um, this Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. Time goes by so fast. Invite someone to church with you. Let's have church this Sunday. Amen. So we're inviting you to invite, in, <laughs> encouraging you to invite someone to church this Sunday. Amen. Let's have a good time worshiping the Lord together. Amen. Let's bow our head one more time. Father God, we love you. We thank you for the words that has gone forth tonight, Lord God. Oh God, we can only be wise through Jesus Christ, oh God. Lord God, we ask you to help us to be wise. Help us not to be like the fools, oh God, the foolish virgins. We ask you, Lord God, that you'll keep us, Lord God. Help us to continue to be steadfast. Help us, Lord God, to continue to grow in the grace and in the admonition of your love. Lord God, we honor you. We glorify your name. Father God, we ask you to bless us and keep us. We ask you to dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Bless every family. Bless everyone that came out tonight. We ask you to keep them. Give them traveling mercy. Take them home safely, Lord God. Build a shield of protection around about them, Lord God. Protect them as they travel on the highways, oh God. Protect them from harms and danger. Oh God, we ask you to bring us back when the doors are open back Sunday morning. And help us, Lord God. So we can come, oh God, with someone, Lord God. Invite someone to church, oh God, so we can continue to worship you. Because you have done so much for us. And Father God, as we pray tonight, we ask you, Lord God, that you will keep us and guide us. We love you. We come at this service one more time in your hand. We come at everyone in your hand tonight. We ask you will to be done as we say thanks for tonight in Jesus' name. Don't forget to give a good offering tonight. Help us with the building fund. Brother Tom is standing in the back there. Amen. You can um, drop whatever you can. Be a blessing for a building fund. God bless you. We love you. We thank you for being here tonight. In Jesus' name.